five, six, seven, oh, eight. Okay, here we go. <laughs> What's that Tom Hanks movie where he's like the manager of a boy band in the fifties? That thing you do. Yes, doing. Steve Zahn, Liv Tyler. Yeah, I loved that movie. Great movie. I wonder if it's still great. I bet so. That song is. That song. Whoever wrote that, and I think it is a famous person, and I'm sad that I don't know this trivia, but I think the person who wrote that song is like doing that. a legit old timey musician who was like, This is yeah, how it, you make a classic pop song. It's great when they do when the music, when a movie music is, is that it, good. when it hits, you know. I mean, I famously loved A Star is Born, but the music is like a little like. <laughs> You know, hair, body, face. Does it hit? I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. You never saw it? I didn't see it. Lady Gaga is actually the perfect example of how her image does not match her music to me. Oh, yeah. In totally. general. Totally. I um, love Lady Gaga. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I read a whole... Uh, I went on a deep dive with that woman who killed herself, who was working with Lady Gaga, who she don't allegedly stole all of her stuff from, uh, and then the girl killed herself when Lady Gaga got it. famous. Send me. We'll talk Please. later. Okay, we'll talk. Um, hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service podcast, service industry podcast. Food service industry. Food service, specifically industry podcast. Restaurants. Restaurants. And... Plates. The bowls, cups, <laughs> fine china. Um, yeah, and uh, we're here recording in person once again. It's very, it's not still a novelty to me. It still feels new. It's, it feels like the first time. Yeah. It feels like the very first time. Um, cool, Kelly. Do you have any service stories? More like a service mood, I would say. <laughs> a moodscape. A moodscape. I'm going to create a moodscape really quick. <laughs> okay. Sandra Lee style. Tablescape. One of our socially distant eps. Yeah. Look back in the archives on Sandra Lee. Yep. That was, a, I, was that a Patreon episode? Oh, it might have been. Yeah. Well, if you want that content. Um, so last night uh, was Saturday night in in New York City. and <laughs> It was um, other day in other states. So <laughs> yeah. this is specific only in New Arizona, York. Uh, you know. <laughs> Maybe a Tuesday? Not sure. Not sure. Um, But I will say that, like, I just feel like people were so... It was, like, old school rowdy to me. Uh. And I think there was, like, a peak of rowdiness when it was, like, we could first come out and it was like people were coming in and just pounding drinks because it was the first time you could sit down and get served drinks yeah and then i think it went through a little lull this is just observational and if you disagree or if you're working and you haven't experienced this or if it's been on a different timeline that may be and it might be this bar exclusively too but we had this couple from philly who were I mean, sat down and immediately an IPA, a double IPA, and two shots of well whiskey. Ooh. Boom, boom, right off the rip. Uh-huh. But then ate like a full dinner. Okay. But doing shots throughout it. And which is very <laughs> Jesus funny. Christ. You know what I mean? Like, it's just funny to be like, you're eating dinner and you're like, yeah, we'll take two more shots. I'm going to hurl. That's it's like, disgusting. It's like having a cigarette while you're eating is like really intense. Which I romanticize, but is gross. You know who I saw do that? Who? Kristen Dunst. See, that's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. It was cool. Damn. All yeah. right. Sorry, go ahead. Anyway. 
um, like between courses. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You, well, I'm thinking legit. of like a like a French movie, and they kind of take a bite, and after oh. they take a bite, they're still they're smoking at the table while they're eating. That's too intense. But it's French. I would shit my pants. <laughs> between courses is just. But even how between you do courses it. for me, because then it's like you're gonna eat the entree. Like, what are you gonna taste? I know. Anyway, um, love Kristen Dunst. Love her. And is it Kirsten? I think it might be Kirsten. Okay. <laughs> and um, anyway, so they're ripping shots. They like came into the bar too, um, and like in obviously we don't have indoor dining yet in New York. They came in to like make sure that we were gonna get the tip, which like they paid with a card and they were like we have we want to make sure you guys are gonna get that tip, which we were like, yeah, we will. Who would it who would it go to? I think. If the owner was, if it was like a scammy place, like it would go to the owner. Okay. Like, they're like, is anyone stealing your wages here? Yeah. I'm like, uh. And then they did say that they're like, you know, we're friends with a lot of people in the industry, so we want to make sure. And I was like, no, that's like, actually like w- wage theft in the food service. It is endemic to the industry, but it usually takes on other forms. And like, this isn't that kind of place. And like, that is so funny. There's Black Lives Matter everywhere in my bar, like posted in every corner. But I guess that could be a cover up. Interesting point. Um, anyway, they were being so funny. And like, the girl was like, What's your name? <laughs> Kelly? I'm Andrea. I could tell you were hot under the mask. And I told him. And he was like, She told me. <laughs> They're like, We're from Philly. I was like, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> Might have guessed. Um, and then a guy, there was a big engagement party. We like hosted an engagement party last night. and Like a planned one? Uh, I think it was one of those where like he proposed and told people to go to this bar and then they walked over post-proposal. Okay. Because like they were chatting to me and they were like, we've only waited five years for this. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, it's yeah. like one of those. Sure. Um, and a guy like stepped away from the party, came into the bar and was like, can I just do a shot of whiskey? He's like, I'll pay you for it right now. Yeah. Classic behavior. And I was like, oh, this is like the first night that I've had people just like ripping shots and like coming into doing the private moment with the bartender. Yeah. Wait, was he about to propose and he needed a shot? No, he was like, I think it was the couple, like the friends got there first. I Uh think the couple did a private proposal you know, like in the park or something. Sure. Like just the two of them. And then they walked over. Got it. Okay, got it. And this was a just a party goer. Cute. Just yeah, came in it, and was like, it. will you pour me a shot? And I just feel like there's like a, um, I don't know if it's like the fatigue of following the rules or if it's like back to school, like everyone's <laughs> trying to be the class clown a little bit, <laughs> kicks off something in your brain. Okay, okay. Or I don't know, it's it's a blue moon this month. I don't know what's going on, but it was a rowdy energy and I'm wondering. Well, we did have that, yesterday was like that change in weather. Yes, true. It was that fall. dink. Yeah, it's like now it's fall. Yeah, that always happens right around my birthday. And people get real frisky. It's like... Yeah, they get excited. Me included. Oh, yeah. I think there is... I just mean, like, some. there's something about, like, yeah, fall, it's like you go back to school, and then there are rules, and then you break the uh, rules. Ah, yeah, I see what you mean. I don't know. There was something... It feels I, like structure is coming. Yeah, summer is over. It's impending, and I don't know, because I think some people probably do have to go back to the office, which might oh. be mimicking that. Yeah. I don't know. I forgot about that whole aspect of people's lives. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was like, is everyone, everyone's not just like wandering around mm-hmm. the city every day, just like looking around and not doing anything. Okay, cool. I forgot. Um, 
but it was just I don't know I wonder if other people are experiencing if you're experiencing that in your job where people are an, like a, an, an indescribable psychic energy can you please write into the show thank you <laughs> yes yes an imperceptible shift if you are experiencing that please let us there's know. a shift for me yeah I mean I agree with you I'm just you know I don't know if the nine to fivers will feel that they just react to it I know yeah they're at they don't their- know they're like you know, when animals get rowdy before yeah. a storm. Yeah, exactly. They're the horses bolting out. And we're out. the ones operating the harp machines. Uh, uh, what? Why do they? Oh, harp. Yeah, the um, the weather machines are called harp. Harp machines. I thought you said heart <laughs> machines, and I was like, wait, why are they hooked up? Are they? Do they have? Are they sick? Okay. There's a bunch of sickly animals. Okay. <laughs> then a storm is coming. Okay. Picture this. It's... All of the horses. It's all the horses who broke their legs. We're re- rehabilitating them. We won't shoot them. Right. Right. But a storm is coming. It's a level, it's a category four. It's a category four. <laughs> you and I have to protect the horses. <laughs> While they're hooked up and getting like echocardiograms or whatever they're called. Um, cool. This is, I just want to say really quickly that, um, I don't know if I said this last podcast because I don't remember anything, but... Um, Doing this together, I, like, I don't know. Did I talk about this last time? I don't think so. I, like, I have felt my, I've had so many fucking identity crises, like, crises this whole time, like, everybody, but I think doing this in person has made me be, like, oh, I, I can, like, be funny again, or, like, yeah, totally, because doing it on Zoom, I was, like, okay, Kelly, and what else? I just, like, didn't feel, like, I was, like, do I suck at, like, doing this you know what i mean and now i'm like oh no this is like it's just meant to be in person obviously it's like crazy it's like i understand obviously i'm i've always been a champion of facetime and i understand the utility of the video call but it's like we've talked about i think like the and i saw a tweet the other day that someone was like just cancel stuff yeah exactly no need to try to recreate it right it's like why like you're like we should have canceled this podcast i'm like six months ago (laughs) (laughs) just don't break eye contact with lillian she's like um okay no i yeah it's just so weird to me i get the utility of the video call but the idea that all of life can now be right translated to the video call is so weird yeah uh (laughs) comedy comes into mind specifically comedy it's like mm, babes, don't, don't do it just keep writing your jokes and wait until 2022 and you can perform them. yeah it's fine keep the same age as you say you are now oh yeah that's gonna be interesting mm-hmm. people who are already lying about their age what are they gonna do i mean i guess it doesn't really matter does it no, but yeah, you know what I mean. It's like people are saying, you know, the lost year, like right. birthday doesn't count this year. I don't. I am a firm believer in that. Okay, for me, Lillian's t- still twenty four years old. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to celebrate my twenty fifth. Like <laughs> after all, it's like just gonna be sad, right? You know, and I don't want that for my birthday. The end of your early twenties. It's is like such really, a... I'm like really going through it, and yeah. I just like. I mean, people say, like, oh, it's not a big... But it's, like, you are getting older when you're 25. It's, like, you can't deny that. You can't deny it. At 25, you can rent a car. Yeah. And, like, that's a huge thing for me that, like, I just have to come to terms with (laughs) now. You've always said that. (laughs) You've always said that. (laughs) You've always said it's over as soon as I can rent a car. (laughs) 
wrench a car and kill myself in it is what I'm going to do. <laughs> right off the cliff. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Also, I don't want that to be like, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm so good at riff. But do you know what I mean? But, but it's, the pod- like, it's just a different. It's just like you cannot do. You just can't do it over a Zoom. I mean, no. you can, but it's just not going to be. Yeah, I still listen to a lot of. Uh, maybe I'm just not good at it. Maybe that's why I'm like, all people have this experience. Me. I'm not good at it. Um, I listen to some of my favorite podcasts that are like a two or three ladies chit chat. Yeah. But it's like, it does, it does. It is different. Yeah. And like one of them, I think is markedly worse. One I'm thinking of two in particular and I won't name names. Okay. And one I think has held the quality up pretty well. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Not for us. No, not for us. I'm glad that we can do this now. I feel better. Yeah. Um, anyways, I don't have a service story, obviously. Well, we did serve a bunch of meals yes. together. Yes. Sort of. Perfect segue. Yep. Um, yeah, we made 50 meals with mm-hmm. Sadie May and Anthony um, with, I don't know, Pearl Diver is what we're calling. The this, collab. The collab. Um which was really cool yeah. and really fun. Yeah. Um, and hard. Yes, we made... Um, <laughs> well, it's also... It's just... I mean, the first time you do anything, you're like, yes, I understand. It's also like... It's like we've we've both made big meals before. Yeah. And like... But it's like being like, oh, you're making 50 of the same meal to pack up is a very different experience than being like, I posted a dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> where I cooked two chickens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we did 50 fried chicken sandwiches with potato salad and corn corn on the cob and then a small banana pudding dessert cup. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just it's such a different experience of cooking than I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And I also I said this in my newsletter so you get a freebie thought from me. But um <laughs> This one's for free. This one's the on next the one'll cost ya. This one's on the house. Um no, I was just I was just saying that like having cooking for strangers is what people do in restaurants all the time and they get that like I think for some of them that's a big part of like the mm-hmm. gratifying nature of what they're doing, you know, is like people are like, I really love this thing that you made for me and you're like, yes. Oh wow, cool, I made that for you or yes. whatever. Um, in its most pure form. And obviously I've cooked for a lot of my friends and like that is a good feeling, but cooking for like literal strangers is a completely different thing. And knowing that people, I mean, we got some feedback, but knowing that people like ate it and liked it and enjoyed it. And hopefully like it gave them a moment of like, yeah, you know, something. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. Cooks and chefs. I understand you a little bit more now. I'll peek into the Uh twisted mind. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Of a line cook. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so we took, um, half of the meals to a shelter in Brownsville. Like a maternity shelter, right? Yeah, a maternity shelter. And then, um... The other half we split between two of the community fridges that are kind of all over New York now. Um, and both fridges checked back the next day. They All our stuff was gone from them. Yeah. And the shelter reached back out to us and was like, this was great. And yeah. 
Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, for sure. It's nice to know that like, I mean, again, it's the first time, like we didn't really know how it was going to (laughs) go. Right. To be honest. Yeah. 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 And definitely like I used to live by a community fridge that was not very well maintained. And I was like, Ooh, we'll see how that part goes. Right. But the ones that are active and people are like, know that they're there and yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, and obviously we have like, I'm sure everything's going to change and we're going to figure out a lot how it all goes. But first time I think it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Went well, and we're going to do it again this week. We're doing it again and, um, we're going to be doing some fundraising events. So basically the model as we have it now, again, <laughs> could totally change. Um, but we're going to also open up a Venmo for donations and stuff like that. If you guys do want to donate, but, um, we basically do fundraising pop-ups where we like sell fun food and hopefully booze and hang out and you guys can come buy some delicious food. Um, we pay ourselves a day wage and we also, the money goes back into paying for the meals yeah. for the donated meals. So you're doing us a favor too. Yeah. You know, hopefully like a, Working on a sustainable model. Yeah. Bare we'll bones. See. Very bare bones. Bare bones. And we'll see. <laughs> you know, I just checked my credit score. It's, it's okay. Okay. I'm okay with money. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just math, which I, we're both bad at. So right. No problem. <laughs> so why would it be a problem? <laughs> um, Anyways. But yeah. That's the lofty dream. That is the lofty dream. To be able to sustain ourselves and others. Mm-hmm. You know, put the mask on ourselves in the airplane. Yeah. Before you put the mask on so others. So true. That is so true. Yeah. I just want to get my credit score up into the sevens. That's all I need. Um, you know how to do that and you refuse. So that's not true. I don't refuse. I just that's haven't. that is the backbone of your life. You know what to do and you refuse. I just haven't. Okay. Done it. It's um, not a refu- I'm not abjectly refusing. Okay. Um anyway. Anyways. I should have never told you about that. Um, so anyway, what we were talking about today is the history of soup kitchens. Yes. As we are now the proud owners <laughs> of a mobile sort of soup kitchen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, Lillian. <laughs> I just want Kelly to get a baby credit card. It's nothing crazy. That's all that means. Nothing crazy. I was hearing an Irish woman talk about getting... She was like got one of those cards where it's like if you spend four thousand dollars in the first three months you get a thousand dollars back or whatever yeah and she was like i did it way too easily and i was like oh my god don't enter into this american problem of credit card debt like uh-huh. i wanted to shake her and be like go back to your country with health care yeah. and not credit scores and not credit card debt also go back to your country so we can have the jobs that you're taking up you know miss irish person irish person who probably works in the accounting department of madewell <laughs> Or whatever. Everlane commun- customer service. Anyways, um, um, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's not a big deal. Everything's a scam here and everything sucks. So why not get a credit card and pay it off and buy your groceries? I don't know. Um, plus, you get frequent flyer miles for all the traveling we're all doing right now. Um, my God. And last I'll say on it. <laughs> last I'll say on it. Um, anyways, soup kitchens. Um, a complicated tortured history yes. full of I don't know what I was going to say well I will say that uh, <laughs> like many people doing 
the bare minimum with research. The Wikipedia page was quite illustrative to me, and I liked that. Um, I read the Wikipedia page as well, Kelly. <laughs> I thought the same. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. And I would encourage you, listener, to read the Soup Kitchen Wikipedia page. You might be surprised by what you learn. I do have to say, regarding Wikipedia, this is just a, a one-off. Um, this guy in college who, like, he couldn't decide how he felt about me. Like, he obviously, like, didn't really like me, but thought I was smart, but didn't like that women could be smart. You know, it was, he had complicated feelings. Okay. And um, and I, he was Latino, and I mentioned being black Irish, and he was like, what is that? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, it's this, like, it's Irish people with dark hair, basically. Yeah. And if you go to the Black Irish Wikipedia page, it's like the first three sentences are like, it's believed that when the Spanish Armada crashed yeah. in Ireland, that's how you get right. this. R word. <laughs> the R word happens and you get beautiful <laughs> Black Irish, yeah. gorgeous mavens. So it's okay. And um, generations later. And... Um, and he, like, the next time he saw me, he was like, did you know that? And I was like, did I know the first thing on the Wikipedia page of black Irish people? I was like, yeah, dude, I am it. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know what it is. It's like, what the fuck? I know, That's anyway. so ridiculous. Um, so anyway, now I'm doing that. But right. they, this, this kind of social scientist person was saying, like, in, like earlier societies that it's either like everybody eats or everybody starves. I have that written down. I do. Yeah. I thought that was like such an interesting. Um, It says before markets became the world's dominant form of economic organization in the 19th century, most human societies would generally all starve together or not at all, which is like, damn. Okay. 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 You've Got given it. me a lot to think about. In this first sentence, in this first cited, you know, reference in yes. Wikipedia. But that is really the backbone of it, honestly. Yeah. And of everything. And of everything. <laughs> so it's like, and, they, and like they say that, I don't know, like in the Communist Manifesto and stuff too, that it's like you have like communism as we think of it and like communalism. Right. And like, I don't know, like a kibbutz lifestyle is like that is natural for right. humans to do. Right. And it's unnatural what we do now. Agree. It's against God. It's against God, and it's wrong. And it's wrong. Um, obviously, the I think the first... Let's just focus on America, because there's too much going on with the soup kitchen. Well, there is interesting stuff with, with Britain. We can and talk Britain about and Britain and, and the Irish. That was, that was a huge thing. Um, but the Industrial Revolution, obviously... Uh, ruined people's lives and uh, made, uh, carved the way for soup kitchens. Uh, modern day, yes. soup, you know, that yes. was the really. Uh, you can imagine why that would be the happening. industrial revolution and its consequences. And its con- That's my thesis. Um, that's my term paper for tenth grade. Um, and the Unabomber Manifesto. That's ah. the first sentence of the Unabomber Manifesto. It's what? Uh, the industrial. Revolution. Oh, oh, sure. Yes, yes. I was like, I don't remember soup kitchens in that, but could have been. You know, it, that's been. part of the later. <laughs> if you really read it, you know, that's like ninth paragraph. He's like, by the way, huh? people don't talk about it. People um, don't talk about this enough. But yeah, so the Soup Kitchen Act in the UK, we mm-hmm. can talk about that, 1840s. Yes. Supposed to help relieve the damage done by the famine. 
Yes, right? the potato. So the potato famine is um, basically a created famine that yep. um, the English did against the Irish to they had the Irish potato blight came and the Irish had to ship all their wheat to England. Mm -hmm. And so no one could eat and like a million Irish people died. Yeah. And so there were these laws preventing that were supposed to be like for cleanliness, preventing soup kitchens being like provided by either the church or the monarchy or Uh the normal kind of like charitable institution. Yeah. So they were (laughs) soup kitchens were illegal. Um, also, they were like, I mean, this has been, it's just so crazy how nothing has changed in this regard where it's like, people were like, no, it encourages it dependent. Vagrants. Yeah, it's vagrant. It encourages dependency. It's like all of these things, which no. we know is not true and is horrible. I'm to sure say. it's like exactly the same thing. Like if you're living in New York, a huge, um, oh God, I know what you're going to Kind of public about. health crisis has been the city like put unhoused people in hotels around the city and the response has been disgusting i the coverage of this and god bless gothamist i think they're doing an incredible job they do a great job you know across the board but they have been covering this pretty extensively and the upper west side the residents of the upper west side and the things that they want to do to torture the unhoused people that are, it's like it's truly vile yeah. it's like way be, I, I can't believe they said these things in public how disgusting it's like it's a, disgusting it's a sick fucking mind yes and it's literally the same yeah that it was 200 years ago yeah the same shit where it's like these people are drunk they're unclean I pay to live here and I shouldn't have to deal with this yeah yeah um so also Actually, I don't want to talk about that. Anyways, um, so they were like, okay, fine, you can have soup kitchens. Yeah. Because it's like, well, shit's relax. fucked up. We'll relax these. Lo- fine. Fine. Um, and then in the 1870s, they kind of started popping off here. Popping off here. Classic post, uh, post-war. Yeah. You know, you have a lot of people traumatized i'm just imagining i didn't read this but i'm just imagining yeah the ptsd from the civil war yeah you gotta have i mean that's gotta be awful yeah seems like it was really rough brother against brother brother against brother (laughs) brother against brother lillian and and you have new waves of immigration right so the irish are coming over here and they brought their soup kitchens with them Mm -hmm. essentially you're you know, welcome. you're welcome for that. You're welcome. Um, we have bread lines. You know, that's when that started happening, which I thought bread lines were uh, they're actually pre Great Depression, which I thought yes. they were a Great Depression thing specifically. But also what? pre 1880s, New York City, Fleischmann model Viennese bakery. Yeah. Gave out. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> I'm sure. They were lovely, lovely buns and a rolls. Danish. A little <laughs> Also, I bet you the food back then, because everything was like the size of a sand dollar. You know, all the portions are so little. Yeah, people that's just true. like didn't eat. Little. You know, the little yeah, they, everyone was tiny. They had tiny little <laughs> coats and hats, and their tiny it was little like bread. The wars, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the scale the was kitchen. like a one to twenty. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a dollhouse. If you time traveled, you'd be 
Yeah, you would be Go- you would be Goliath. You would be Goliath. You would be Gulliver. You would be Gulliver. <laughs> they would tie you down on the island. The Isle Walk of Manhattan. Your face. That's a good remake. That's a good remake. Okay, somebody Gulliver in the city. Gulliver in the city, and it's a bunch of tiny Irishmen <laughs> in the Great Depression. Yes. Wow, and there's a bootlegger angle. Okay, we're on to something. Great. Um, we another. are onto something. Okay, and then where they really took hold in the U.S. is during the Great Depression, Yes, of obviously, obviously. And one fun little tidbit, which if you just Google soup kitchen with yeah. nothing in it, this comes up. So it's it's a huge, <laughs> yeah. it's doing a lot of work for soup kitchen PR, for soup kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Branding. Branding, yeah, yeah. Al Capone had a soup kitchen. Al Capone had a soup kitchen. Um, it's so funny. I actually, when we were doing, when I was doing research for our project now, um, I came across this, which was so funny because it was just like, you know, those those questions that pop up in Google and it was yeah. like one of them, I was, I was typing, said, who invented soup kitchens? And I was like, this will be good for a laugh and just came up Al Capone. I was like, pretty sure that's not true. Not true, but um, interesting. But I will do a secondary search on this now. Mm-hmm. Um so, also, I was trying to look up more information about Al Capone's soup kitchens. I found a little bit, but, of course, all of the websites about Al Capone are, like, 2002 <laughs> yes. GeoCities uh, yes. black background with, like, yellow writing and, like, yeah. gunshots in the back. Like, it's, like, that's yes. what those websites 100%. are. 100%. It's, like, your uncle is, like, I got something going here. It's a, a website about Al Capone. Scarface. No, they're. I am like, how are these still? How am I able to see this website on my it? iPad? They're, they're still paying GoDaddy. Like how ten bucks a month or something? It's so weird. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, I'm I'm so grateful they're here, but to, I'm just like, how is this still? How am I able to load this on a modern day computer? Yeah, it's interesting. I don't it's know interesting. how it works. Um, but Al Capone started a, a soup kitchen in 1930. Um, it was like you could get seconds. It was no questions asked. Anyone could come up. Because a lot of these, you know, similar to today, obviously, you have to prove your income. Not for soup kitchens, but for, like, pantries yes. and, you know, for EBT and stuff like that. You have to send in all this, like, information. It's a horrible process. It all is terrible mm-hmm. and uh, dehumanizing. But uh, not for Al Capone's not soup when, kitchen. When Al is in charge. Obviously, this was a huge publicity stunt. A hundred percent. Also, <laughs> they said that like a ton of the food is just extorted from yeah. businesses that he like offers protection to. Right, which is how it's done. Uh, which is what we're doing too. Yeah, sorry, I don't know if that was clear about our our model that we're trying. We're going to the meat hook and saying <laughs> we'll offer you protection to the tuna. 40 pounds of chicken thighs. Lillian will walk up and down Bedford every day. You are not going to have any trouble, okay? <laughs> Believe you me. Anyone tries to start trouble, we'll end it. They're like, okay. Um, <laughs> great episode of Sopranos about this. Um, anyways, 
yeah, but it's very funny. It was a big PR thing. I forget what was happening. Again, all of this information is so boring because it is he's on. He's indicted for tax fraud in okay. 1931. So Got it. Like, so he was trying to come out ahead of. Yeah. And I think he had just, was it like the Valentine's Day massacre? Something really bloody Valentine's happened. Valentine's Day massacre was 1929. Yeah, okay. So he's indicted for tax fraud in 1931. So he's it's trying that. to brush up his image because yeah. he's committed a bunch of murders, which, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to do something to, to brush up your image, opening a soup kitchen isn't half bad no you know that's the thing that i think is like with all of these like instagram things about like how to be a person um intent obviously matters but also kind of the results do too this guy he was feeding like three meals a day hundred chicagoans chicagoans on a chilly chicago eve Ooh, you know the wind whistling (laughs) But, like, I don't know. People got fed. People were psyched. Everyone was, like, literally starving. And they were, like, Al Capone rules because the government isn't doing anything and we're hungry. 100%. Also, I just think that it needs to be said that, like, philanthropy is this. Like, philanthropy yeah. exists to launder money. Like, nonprofit industrial complex, yeah. baby. Nightmare. It's to launder money. It's for PR. Like, charity as such is that's what this is like right. Al Capone it's just like you can point to it and it's very obvious but like what do you think the Clinton Foundation is right right uh, of course you know what I mean like that's but it's what, but in but it's also like but in this case like actual people got helped exactly. they didn't throw a fucking gala exactly <laughs> actual people got that yes to your point that it's like the impact matters and it's like yeah like okay Epstein gave a lot of money to like science but it's like <laughs> but it was like how to like make his cum better, better. <laughs> yeah, or whatever like more cummy powerful <laughs> um, jet and it didn't didn't do a lot of good for the common man right and this is something it's a it's direct service yeah. and it's it's mutual aid. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Al, you know, props to Al Capone. Props to Al Capone. I'm going to make a whole info slide about Al Capone. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. I would love you to start becoming like um, someone who's like, you talk about like Italians, like legacy. Yeah. And, and you're like, Columbus Day is just to honor, you know, Ital- <laughs> it's not even about Christopher Columbus. It's about Italians. Everyone's like, are you Italian? No. No, I'm not. But I speak for them. Because they, their voices can are lost. Can the subaltern speak? No, they can't. But I can speak for them. <laughs> and everyone's and like, think- is this your story to tell, Lillian? And then I get canceled eventually. Well, yeah. Okay, another great movie idea. Just like, again, reach out. Like we have these just like, we're teeming with these wonderful just stories and, and tales, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, a couple more facts from from my oh yeah please detailed Take research from the one Wikipedia page and a couple others. Um, here's something horrifying <gasps> that I was like I. <laughs> you ever read something and you're just like I gotta go for a walk? Sure. You know, um, this says that ninety percent of food banks, eighty percent of emergency kitchens, and like grassroots food, you mm-hmm. know organizations established after 1981 because of fucking Ronald Reagan who decimated every fucking social service and every fucking net even if they were bad he was like they gotta fucking go psychiatric care care for the home like 
everything he was like cut 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 goodbye goodbye fucking created helped create an even worse wasteland than we already had yeah i like he's I know pe- uh, people have already talked about it, but like the fucking retroactive revision- revisionist Reagan. I was like, I never in my life thought that would happen to fucking Ronald Reagan. No. I'm like, are you joking me? Even like George W. Bush, I'm like, it's recent enough that I'm like, I don't know. It's all horrible, obviously. But yeah. Reagan was just so fucking horrible. Like, like less hidden than George, like yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Like it was like ov- like two actual Americans was a fucking monster. Yeah. Differently than like a foreign war where you right. might be able to like avoid thinking about it in yes. America. Reagan fucking basically punched people in the face and slit their throats. 100%. And we're like, remember when he liked jelly beans? <laughs> that's okay. So that's Al Capone opens a soup kitchen as a PR campaign. Reagan, he liked jelly beans as a PR campaign. Mm. Okay, so... So, think about that. Think about that. Compare and contrast. Write me an essay. (laughs) Think about it. The connection is obvious. At least Nancy was an alcoholic. Well, Reagan had dementia. He was was dealing with... He had his own cross. I'm saying Nancy was, like, could party, is what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying Nancy could... I thought you were saying they were so stupid, and you were like... that she could blame it on that. Oh, no, I was, I was like saying that gives her a couple cool points. Oh, okay. Even though she's also a monster, so. Some would argue worse than Reagan. Created Reagan. True. Okay, well, yeah, behind every feeble... A feeble-minded man. <laughs> there is an alcoholic puppeteer. Puppeteer. Frigid. <laughs> Frigid. Was Nancy Reagan frigid? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to psychologize oh that sort of Lady God. Macbeth. You know, I don't know if you're having, you know, if you're coming. Ew, <laughs> God, no, I can't imagine I she know, was. I didn't, I didn't want no, to I know, it. I know. We've already mentioned that twice now, and this I we know, never do. It's I such a chaste podcast. No, we really don't, guys. I it really has been eleven months since I had sex. I, Did you know? Sorry, that? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like I'm coming up on one year. Wow, can you believe that? Yeah. Well, I can't. <laughs> I mean, over half of uh, that's. Right. Well, that it's was my thing. Is like I had sex in October. Then it like winter started, and I was like, I don't have sex that often. And um, and Valsell. And then winter started. I was depressed. I was like, I I'm not gonna like try. And then I was like, spring will come, and I'll you know I'll do it. And look what happened. And we're here. We are now. I mean, yeah. If you knew then what you know now, I would be yeah, whoring it up. You would have chlamydia I would have in chlamydia. April. My nose would have fallen off by now. I'd be having that. Untreated syphilis in have... 2020. Yes. Cool. Yes, exactly. A nose bag for Kelly. I would need one. That's like a Dickens thing, right? Anyways. Um, last thing. Last factoid from me. Oh, yeah. Hit me with it. World's largest soup kitchen. Obviously the Sikhs. Golden Temple. Yes. Golden Temple... A uh, hundred thousand to three hundred thousand people a day. Holy shit! Isn't that nuts? Wow! I was like, I didn't even. How is that possible? Damn! I know. So they must be fucking coked out of their minds. 
We love the Sikhs. Oh, we love the Sikhs. My God. I love them. Um, but I think, I think the distinction between like soup kitchens and like food pantries is like Mm. interesting because I think like traditionally soup kitchens serve a like community purpose that's like emotional and connections where it's Mm. like you come in and you sit and it's like you're at a restaurant essentially is like the vibe you know what I mean and you're like with people and you're having interactions and you like are in a warm place and you're having a meal and it's like that is all part of the service whereas like just getting food is different to me yeah a hundred percent I mean I think like a lot of the mutual aid work that's being done now, people point to obviously the black Panthers and right. the free breakfast program sure. in Oakland. And, um, and I think that's like a perfect example of how, well, they work in tandem that right. like you have people in and you can have discussions and you can have classes and education and all of this, you know, other, these uh, you can address a lot of other needs in addition to yeah. feeding, and then a pantry is like, how do you? I mean, you know, like not, but it's like nothing. Nothing can happen when you're hungry. Like it's right. like you need the food. The pantry is like you. Like how do you show up for something? How do you begin to like have those other needs met if you're it's a Maslow's hierarchy of needs sitch and obviously it's completely unforgivable that anybody is hungry that's yeah obviously baseline like that just shouldn't be um it's like so hideous to me um and like I think it's it's also so nuts that it's just becoming a worse problem since like 2007 2008 it's like ramped up considerably yeah and it's just like not that i think things have been getting better by any means but you just it doesn't it goes against what you right would you, like to think i well, guess yeah you're supposed to think that like things get better as time goes on right and yeah not, it, it's just like don't believe politicians because if they gave a shit they would have fixed this and they 100%. don't fucking care about anything even the quote-unquote good ones aren't they can't do shit and they won't do shit so fucking forget it forget it forget them forget it fuck it like literally you have to do it yourself yes i completely agree with that i think that like that is like the other major thing is like what we do for each other they will try to make illegal so you just have to like get in now establish those networks tap into the parts of your community that need help and like LA is having this problem right now where like they're trying to make LA started doing community fridges and there's no laws against them because basically they didn't know they had to make one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They would have, and they will now and they're going to, but it's like right now you have to like make hay while the sun shines and like, that's what we have to do now to take care of each other yeah you have to yeah creative and and it's always changing because you know they'll find new ways to fucking tamp down anything and and, and if you think there's anyone who's more upset about having to work with anarchists there isn't i hate it (laughs) stupid ideology but you i feel like you had your moments (laughs) don't talk about it (laughs) don't talk about it i just think it's like 
mm, I don't know. It's easy to feel, I don't know, I, I often feel completely demoralized and fatigued and like, I'm like, well, this, everything is bad. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, just like using some skills I have, I'm like, that feels yeah. good. A hundred percent. You know? So I'm basically like Al Capone in that way where mm-hmm. it's all for PR, he but he had syphilis. He, and he had syphilis. Something, something else you have in common. <laughs> yeah. I have syphilis. <laughs> I was thinking the other day, I think I tweeted this a while ago, but in, I don't think they show the kind of shit they showed us in like middle school and high school where it's like literally like a sore ridden, like miscarried syphilis baby, like Mm. fetus, like on a fucking table. And they're like, if you have sex, this is what happens. Like a sore covered dick. Like, yeah, you don't think they do cauliflower. There is no way they do that. They do not do like scared, straight like pussy sore education anymore that i I cannot imagine definitely i think they do sound off in the comments if you're 12 and (laughs) you've seen that right now (laughs) and you listen to this podcast a what's going on b tell a guardian (laughs) tell an adult (laughs) c are you getting that education in class are they going to do that over zoom oh that's now that's interesting (laughs) sex ed over zoom is really interesting they're like, they're like, why don't you just go ahead and Google herpes? I don't know. Uh, yeah, just Goog it. Give it a Goog. I All mean, right. they, you probably don't even need to tell kids anything about that anymore. Yeah, you do. No, what I do, wouldn't. What, what do you... <laughs> Great, Lillian's... <laughs> just don't... They, they'll figure it out. Literally. If I had kids, I'd be like, I'm not doing this. You guys can figure it out. That's what happened to me. And how did that turn out, Lillian? Fucking great. I love my life, Kelly. Oh, my God. I'm jacked up on pills 24-7. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, that's what neighborhood kids are for, uh, you know? Although, I guess they can't do that now, because you can't play with kids in your neighborhood. Too exactly. dangerous. And you have to do it on Zoom. Exactly. You got to do a private chat. Lillian, I, I mean, know. this is what the kids are going to learn under under the Devane regime. <laughs> it's not going to be good. <sighs> yeah, I know. But they'll get other shit done, you know. What? <laughs> they'll be good at, you know, hanging plants or something. Something useful. They don't something. even know about this sex stuff. Something useful. Um, okay. I think that's it. I think that about does her. Um... We have one new patron, Eric. Eric. Wow. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Eric also shared with us that we got him into Vanderpump. He and his no wife. No higher compliment. No higher. We, that's enough to sustain me. No higher compliment. I don't even want your money. When, when I, <laughs> when I'm at the pearly gates, I'm going to say I've turned a lot of people onto Vanderpump in my day and they're going to let me right in. Yep. Open, you know, re- wore out the cloud red carpet. We should do, I know we did a Vanderpump Patreon episode, but we should do specifically like the business dealings of Ken and Lisa. No, I know you've mentioned this before. I know. I think we need to do one non-Bravo related uh, Patreon next because I the, I don't <laughs> want to alienate like literally everyone else who's just like, can we get something? <laughs> past the can we move past content. it? <laughs> the Bravo channel shilling. Yeah. Okay. No, but I'm saying this for the regular feed. Too. Oh, yeah. We I want to do regular. some like Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> <laughs> 
all the president's men. I'm going to file Freedom of Information yeah. Act requests about. I love that. We get. We'll get a deep throat. We'll get a deep throat. <laughs> Meet in a parking lot. Can't wait. Uh, envelope on a bench. My dream. Mm. Suitcases, watch. Oh, when we have to set our watches, when we have to oh, sync yeah. watches. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be a huge moment. I'm going to have to run down a stairwell at some point. Yeah. Click, 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 click. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't because I'm, I'm scared of knocking my teeth out of my head. <laughs> I don't have insurance. I can't do that. <laughs> I'll take the elevator. <laughs> a thrilling crime drama. <laughs> okay, I'll just meet you down there. <laughs> And don't wait for me. No, no, no. I'll catch up. I'm wearing dance goes. It's not going to be I'm good. not going to be. Uh, uh, no, no, no. You go ahead. You uh, just text me. I also can't drive, so we can't make a getaway. <laughs> um, I know. That's why I, this is why I had to drop my dream of being a journalist. I'm like so many like things. I'm like, I'm going to trip down the stairs. I'm going to knock my I got weak ankles and I can't drive. Can't be a journalist. <laughs> I can't be a journalist. Um... <laughs> Okay, that's, All right. that's enough. That's okay. about enough. That's about enough. Um, we love you guys, and we hope that um, you're doing okay. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay, goodbye. Bye-bye.